Hi everyone, this is Vivi for Absalon Radio. Um, today's episode of Planto Mama um, is about how not to invest in plants that do not fit with your lifestyle. Because how many of us have we bought plants because we thought that they look good and they might fit uh, a corner in our house, but then we got home and uh, we researched uh, what the plant needs. And then we discovered that we cannot really keep up uh, with what they need and they died. <laughs> so, you know, investing uh, in plants that are either, um, yeah, uh, coming from a different, completely different environment than where we live um, or we, we might simply not have the time for them. It's something that most of us do. So... Um, Without further ado, my first tip is um, check plant requirements. I know that this is something that we don't want to do on the spot, but um, what I'm doing when I'm going to a plant shop, and this is very easy and cheap and it's for free, um, I'm using Google Photos and they have this option called Google Lens. Um, you just need to take a picture Upload it in Google Photos, it's for free. Um, once it's uploaded, you tap on the picture and there's this um, option um, in the low lower part of the screen. It looks like a small camera. It's a dot surrounded by some uh, lines and it's called Google Lens. And once you uh, press, it's going to show you like it's going to send you on Google. It's going to identify whatever you have in the picture and it's going to send you on Google. So it's very easy. It takes up to three seconds. You get on Google, you found the plant, and then you can read how to take care of it. So, uh, you know, if you like something, you just need to see if, uh, if the plant wants a lot of water, for example. Um, some do want to keep their soil moist. And one thing that um, we do is to... You know, bring them home and forget about it because we have, let's say, a full-time job and we cannot <laughs> just go around and keep soil moist on our plants all the time. So, um, you know, if you're not such a busy bee and you don't have so much to do and you're most of the time at home, then it makes sense having a plant that needs to stay moist because you have the time to check the soil every day. Um so, um, yeah, um, one thing that I did, and I remember one of my first plants, uh, was this Calatea. And uh, I think everyone kind of has it at home, because uh, if you have a Calatea at home and it didn't die on you, then you don't, I, that's not a Calatea. So uh, I remember I was working full-time. And um, I went to my local plant shop and I got this beautiful plant. They all have leaves in different colors. It's like, they look like painted. They are so beautiful. And uh, obviously I didn't check anything about it. That was so beautiful. I also bought a pot to uh, match it <laughs> and I got it home. And I was working full time. So, you know, I didn't have time to check every single morning before I would rush out the door how the soil is staying. And if you don't water them consistently if you really don't take care of it they they are going to show you on their leaves 
they get crispy and then you think that you did something wrong so you stop watering or you water even more and they just die they die on everyone this has been the topic and the messages that i'm getting the most on my um instagram profile how to save a calatea so yeah uh, then i started uh, buying plants that love having their soil dry between waterings like uh, monstera monstera everyone has it at home i i notice it's a very common thing here in denmark to have a monstera and it's great it's because they don't care you can stop watering and then rewater and they are not gonna die so uh yeah it depends on your schedule so um, and yeah if you have a lot of time or not on your hands um a tip that i would like to give and everyone has been asking me um check soil with your finger i know it's a bit yeah it might be a bit messy but just stick your finger in the soil if it comes out with soil on it then it's still wet if it comes out and there's nothing on your finger then you need to water the plant There's no other way, unfortunately, to actually determine. You can buy this moisture measure. Um, I bought one and I felt like it didn't really work. My plants were overwatered. Um, so I'm using this method for the past nine months and uh, it never failed on me. Um, if the pot is really big... Um, uh, what you can do if your finger doesn't reach so down, like so much into the soil. Um, and my mom was asking me because she recently just called me and she was like, yeah, I just like five plants. They just died in a week. I don't know what to do because I cannot reach with my finger. So if you have a wooden stick at home and this is something that uh, I don't know you can use uh, one of these sticks from the after you order Chinese food or you know you can improvise whatever because this uh, if it's wet then the soil sticks very easy to um, to this wooden stick so this is another method if the pot is very like big and it's impossible for you to reach with your finger um, another thing that It would be nice for you to check before you bring it home, and um, I've learned uh, I've learned it the hard way is to if the plant is sensitive to drafts. Uh, I used to live in this um, collegium, like dormitory, um, and one night then they just turned off the heating and the. Uh, windows and doors were open so it kind of like created this draft and it gave the plants temperature shock so some of them survived because they're very some are very resilient like potos or yeah monstera or some of these common plants but some like money tree i think it's called it's a very beautiful tree it has these branches that um Yeah, look uh, and grow very, very nice with these beautiful leaves and it has this round shape. Um, yeah, they don't like drafts. So if you buy a plant and you think that some corner is perfect for it 
Um, you might want to research because having it in a drafty place is not going to allow you to keep it there. It's going to die. It's going to show you that it's moody and you will end up having a plant, probably a big plant, um, and no space where to have it. And it's going to make you, both you and the plant, very unhappy. Uh, so yeah, this is, uh, this is another thing. Um, also, if you have a fiddle leaf fig, um, yeah, it's, it's a very popular plant, trendy, very trendy this, with this pandemic, uh, kind of everyone has it, but it's also dying on everyone because when moved and I remember I moved it one time. Um, and then it started losing leaves, like healthy leaves. So I ended up just um, joining these Facebook groups, which I, if there's dedicate entire Facebook groups dedicated just for one plant, um, it makes me feel like it's a really, it's a real drama queen. Um, so uh, it's very hard to find it even on Google. But if you move a fiddle leaf fig because of draft, <laughs> that's going to die. Or it's going to lose a lot of leaves. And yeah, they are quite expensive and it's not going to be pleasant. Um, another thing that I would check, you know, before or in the plant shop um, is to see how it behaves in the winter. I have um, a couple of plants and this potos plants. And they are so resilient. They are called devil's ivy because they are very hard to kill. And, you know, like I, I can keep them in rooms without any light for up to two months. I can keep them in very uh, horrible conditions <laughs> when I'm thinking about my other plants that are placed under the grow light. Um, yeah, this is something that you, you want to check because if you don't have a grow light or a humidifier, um, having a plant like a, this calateas or fiddle leaf fig or this alocasias, it's going to give you a lot of headache. Um, you're going to watch those leaves wilting and becoming crunchy or yellow and this the entire plant how it just goes down the drain and same with your money because uh, you know they look nice but you need to be able to um, adapt them to your environment so you buy a fancy plant very sensitive to everything but then you need to be ready and to you know have a nice humidifier or time on your hands and yeah not everyone has um oh, yeah okay let's just say that you decided for a plant so now you're going to the nursery or to a plant shop um <clears throat> there's a couple of things that i've also learned the hard way or just yeah i didn't know so uh, people don't talk about don't talk that much about it uh but one thing would be to um, check plants with healthy leaves. I know it, there's some plants uh, that, and you don't know how they ideally look in reality or like in their natural environment. You can do this with this Google uh, Photos and Google Lens app that I told you a little bit before. Just because if they've been staying for too long in the shop, 
um, you might end up buying a plant that has insects because if they don't look ideal and they're slightly yellowish, um, they might have insects. So you might buy a plant, bring it home, and then infest the rest of the plants that you have. And this is not something nice. <laughs> um, when you pick up a pot, uh, try to check, first of all, how many cuttings they have been uh, put in the uh, soil. Like, uh, you can see there's a lot of pots with the same plant, but then they don't have the same amount of cuttings. So you might want to look for one that has a bit more so you can have a busher and fuller plant. Um, so... Remember also to turn it around and then to check if there's roots coming out of the pot um, because this means that the plant has been staying there for too long and then you need to repot it once you get home and probably you don't want to repot it because you just want to buy casually a plant. <laughs> um, if you're into big plants, then it's fine. Uh, of course, we all want plants that are already mature and that would look great in our house. Um, but one thing that we don't know is that they travel a lot. They don't come from, I mean, at least here in North in Scandinavia, um, there's not so many plants native to, to this environment. So they travel a lot and they need some time to adjust. We need some time to adjust when you travel somewhere. So uh, plants also need time to adjust. If you go to uh, like a big nursery, a big plant shop like uh, Plantorama, I think, um, you might buy a plant that is not um, adapted to the environment yet. It just traveled by truck from God knows where. They just brought it here and it didn't... Uh, yeah, adapt to uh, Denmark's conditions. So, you know, um, I've heard a lot of people buying plants. IKEA does the same. Um, when you buy these huge plants, um, they kind of die a little bit when you bring them home because they need to adapt and to understand the conditions uh, because, of course, you cannot replicate the same conditions as in their natural environment. So, of course, you can buy from wherever you want, but the local plant shop, the smaller plant shops, they have plants that have been staying there for quite a while and they've been taken care of. So they are already adapted and they don't need to go through the shock once you buy and bring them home. So, you know, this is one thing to keep in mind. Um, okay, well, now you bought the plant <laughs> and <laughs> you know that it fits your lifestyle and... Um, your environment from home, um, and you brought it home, and you don't know what to do. <laughs> should you leave it in the nursery pot, or should you change it? Um, there is um, um, in the community among different people owning plants. Uh, there is a big discussion whether they should uh, keep them in the plastic pots or in a terracotta pot. This is for another episode, but. What I would advise you on the first hand is to keep them in this plastic pot that they came with. And if you want to make it, you know, like look very nice, you can get a terracotta pot, which IKEA sells them very cheap. Until now, I feel like it's been quite hard to get like really nice terracotta pots. 
but IKEA sells them cheap and well it's lockdown now but you can wait a bit um, and you can just buy them from IKEA for like 15 kroners um, so the reason why I'm recommending this is because you can take them easy out of the pot you can like soak them and uh, bottom water um, way easier than you know having them in a terracotta pot because this absorbs water so again if you are busy or you're not looking at them every day terracotta pot absorbs the water so then you will end up with a plant that is kind of staying on the dry side so you know i'm keeping them and one thing that i would like to mention is to <laughs> uh, always have drainage holes i don't understand people and i have a friend and she's always been asking me to take care of her plants and i don't know what to do with the don't have drainage holes you don't know how to water the water doesn't come out <laughs> so then what do you do you know because you don't have the same quantity that you need to give to the plant every time one week it's been sunny and then another one it's been dark um so if you don't have holes I, I, I cannot i don't know what i wouldn't know what to do so you know you brought it home Keep it in the plastic pot, put it in a terracotta pot, and then have it in a nice place where she likes the conditions. Um, thank you for listening um, about how not to invest in plants uh, that do not really fit your lifestyle. And I hope that my tips and tricks um, are going to help you choose better in the future. If you have more questions, you can um, send me a direct message on my Instagram page, Plantomoma, or check out plantomoma.com for more plant tips and tricks. This was Vivi for Absalon Radio. Tune in next week for um, more general care tips like watering and how we're checking the soil, how we're checking the roots, how do we know when it's time for repotting and so on.